Hey guys, before we get into the episode, it blows my mind that we're launching another podcast. And this time, I actually want to feature you guys as a guest. Now, if you're a six-figure entrepreneur who has your own podcast and you listen to the show, I actually want to interview you on our brand new podcast, which is called Six Figure Podcast Rebels. You just need to go to www.top100interview.com and you can apply to get featured. All right, guys, back to the show. Have you ever looked at yourself in the mirror and thought, wow, I really thought I'd be further ahead by now? If so, you are not alone. I've spent the last two years traveling the globe looking for the answers. The problem is, it's fear of failure that was holding me and so many of you back. I realized that no one was telling the real story of entrepreneurship. So I flew to the US, decided to face my fear and go all out to build my million dollar business completely from scratch. But the real question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our online tribe and share the internet's top marketing secrets. My name is Jamie Atkinson, and this is the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement. What's going on, Entrepreneur Junkies? Welcome back to the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Atkinson, the podcast junkie. And today I have another amazing guest lined up for you. He first started working out at just seven, at just 12 years old. He's been in the fitness industry for over 20 years. He's an IFBB pro. And now he teaches business professionals and entrepreneurs online about his 12-week program, the Lean Body Accelerator, to help you get fit and sharp in your business. Please welcome today my guest, Tobias Young. How's it going, Tobias? Hey, Jamie. Great. Thanks for having me, my man. Dude, I'm so pumped to have you on the show. And uh, I was kind of, it was kind of interesting because before we got onto the interview, we were just chatting a little bit about all the stuff that you're doing online. And I'm super pumped for what you're going to share in this episode because, you know, I, I realized a while ago that if you're not fit and you're not sharp, your business suffers. And I'm sure you're a big believer of that. And later on in this episode, we're going to dive into some strategies that entrepreneurs can use to get into shape and, and basically understand how to exercise in food prep a lot easier. But before we get into that, Tobias, I just wanted to um, kind of share with our audience and get you to share a little bit about your backstory, how you got started in this whole kind of online business. Is it okay if you share that? Yeah, most definitely. Um, so yeah, I was, uh, I grew up without a father. And so I didn't have a positive male role model growing up. It was just by my mother. She was working a lot. And at the age of 11, she got me a big brother from the Big Brothers program. He took me under his wing. And, you know, by the time I was 12 years old, he had me in the gym working out, you know, just so I can let off some steam, kind of keep me going in the right direction. And from there, I fell in love with the way that I, I felt. Um, and then before you know it, you know, my body started maturing and, um, you know, started putting on that muscle. Every, you know, the things that every guy likes to have is, you know, get that muscle tone going. And um, I played sports growing up. I did uh, baseball, uh, boxing, wrestling, jujitsu, football. And so it helped out with all those sports. Uh, later, I got into bodybuilding, competing and getting into uh, physique competitions. And then, um, you know, by the time I was uh, in 2015, I ended up turning pro, you know, uh, IFBB. So it really laid the whole foundation, helped me out with my confidence and really helped me find out, you know, um, who I was and what I what I loved. And, and now I realize not only does it feel good myself to be able to work out, um, but it feels good to be able to help other people uh, get crystal clear on exactly what they need to do, get that energy that 
that they have been lacking, uh, get their buys right, get their confidence, you know, improve their relationships. And it kind of takes off from there. I so love that's that so my, much. Uh, so in a nutshell. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so just to dive into that a little bit, Tobias, because uh, obviously you've been doing this for a long time now, nearly 20 years. Um, how recently did you really start to put this online? Yeah, it was about seven years ago. And um, one of the good things that, that happened with, with my work in now is developing my physique is I got sponsored by Optimum Nutrition, which is the largest sports nutrition uh, company in the world. You know, they make gold standard whey protein, hydro whey, all those, you know, tons of different products. And, um, you know, from there, they started to put me in magazines. I've been on the covers of, you know, Muscle Mag and, you know, lots of other uh, features in there too, which was, which was great. But then from there, it kind of, um, you know, led to a lot of um, other opportunities. Um, and what was, what was the question again, Jimmy? I'm sorry. I was just asking when you first got started bringing your business online and uh, because, oh, yeah. and it, actually, if you could share a little bit about what happened before that as well, um, did you originally just start off personal training or did you have your own uh, other type of business? Like where did it kind of transpire and change into that online business? Yeah. Sorry, man. I got um, a little sidetracked in there. So yeah, what happened with, with that is I started getting a question by people, you know, online that would ask me to, you know, how they, how I developed the physique and they started wanting me to do their nutrition uh, programs, their workout programs. So I started to do it. And um, after a while, I was like, man, I got to charge for this. I can't keep doing, you know, giving people all these, you know, free workouts and things which was great to help. But then it kind of took a lot of, a lot of time up. Um, and then, so from there, about seven years ago, I started to create, you know, my online business. So I created a website, I created a whole training platform, started delivering all the content. And then from there, you know, word of mouth referrals, people started getting amazing results. And they started telling their friends, Hey, you got to talk to this guy. Tobias, man. Look, this guy got me in the best shape I've ever even, you know, known uh, before. And then from there, it just started to basically compound and expand. And, um, you know, ever since then, it, it just blew up. You know, I've been managing gyms for the past 20 years. And so just recently, I was able to, uh, to leave the gym, the gym business and just concentrate 100% on, on my online full-time business. So um, seven years of online coaching, 20 years of fitness industry business. That's kind of crazy. And, and it's interesting to buy because actually there'll be a lot of people who are listening to this right now who are probably in that position where they're in their industry, maybe they're still working at that job, but they're trying to transition and build this online business. And and it can be tough, you know, and, and one thing that we like to talk about a lot on this show is is kind of some of the big challenges that, that people face along the way. And hopefully with you sharing your experience, someone at home who's listening can gain a lot out of it. So, you know, when you first started to kind of move online and, and like you said, you were giving away this kind of free advice on nutrition, you know, what was one of the very first big stumbling blocks that you came across that was a real big challenge to overcome? Yeah, the first one was I would help someone out and then I started to, you know, obviously charge them um, because they kept on wanting, you know, more help. And then they were so excited about all the progressions I would send them. And I was having to manually do everything one by one by one. So I'd create, you know, like a, a Word doc and create all these workouts, Excel spreadsheets and do everything, uh, you know, completely customized. So it just took so long. Um, yeah, I didn't have any templates to at least have a foundation with. And then from there, uh, what I learned is that there's some some platforms where I can uh, really reach out and help you know other people on like a large scale basis. And so the technology part has been really what's what's helped me out. You know, so um, you know going from a CRM and then getting you know PT distinction, and now I have my own training app and so forth. So those have been the the big the big things I would say really helped me out is is technology. I love that. And what's the and what's the big drive behind the whole online movement, Tobias? I know that there's always, whenever you start a business, it can 
sometimes be that there was an opportunity and you took it that way. But what's the big why? What's the big reason why you want to help so many people online? Yeah, it's just because if you're in person, you can only help so many people because it's usually on a one-on-one basis or it's doing like, you know, some type of a boot camp, but you're very limited to the amount of people that you can help. Um, And so online, you can help people from anywhere in the world. I, I mean, I have clients from India, from Australia, from Great Britain, all over the world, which makes it amazing. And the relationships that you're able to build online is is tremendous. And then you can create, you know, group coaching models as well, where you can help people, you know, in, in large groups and they can get to know each other and we feed off of each other, give each other ideas. And then from there, it just like really the sky's the limit when you go online. That's why, you know, um, this whole entrepreneurship and when you, when you focus to an online business from brick and mortar, it's where you can just explode and, and the sky is the limit for you. That's one thing that I love about it. I love that. And I just want to, I just want to dig a little bit into some of the, the specifics here, Tobias, in terms of how you scale up, because there might be some people at home who are thinking, well, if you're doing say one-to-one coaching in person, and then you take that online, isn't it still the same, but you're doing it online instead? Like how, how is it different? How does it scale easier when you're online? Yeah, that's a great question. So when you're in person, obviously it's, it's one-on-one, um, but it's, you're actually spending an entire hour for each training session with that particular uh, individual. So let's just say you have a client, they train with you three times a week. That's three hours of your time. It's just, it's going to be per week just for that one client, um, which over a course of a month is going to be 12 hours and so forth. So your scalability is severely limited, but let's just say you have a client, you create everything that they need to do, but they do it on their own time. Then you can have hundreds of clients. So you can basically create everything for them, but not just, you know, you know, holding their hand and, and, and pushing them, you know, um, you know, face to face. But when you're able to give them the app that has all the workouts, all the nutrition, all the adjustments in there that they need to make. And, you know, with my programs, they have full um, messaging access to me so they can ask me questions any anytime. And then we have group coaching calls as well. So that way they can all learn from each other. So as the week goes on, they're going to have questions. Um, you know, they're going to have challenges that they hit, uh, roadblocks, stumbling blocks. And through those group coaching calls, what I'm able to do is help them overcome those issues. And then the other clients can actually learn from that. If you're on a one-on-one basis, you're spending, you know, one hour for each individual. Whereas if you're in a group coaching model, you can, you know, that one hour can work with uh, 50 or hundred people all at one time. Yeah, that's really interesting. And, and I imagine one of the other big benefits you get here is that as you scale up your operations, you know, because your time becomes more valuable, I imagine it becomes easier for you to charge more for, for access to yourself and possibly even access to your team. When you first started to explore all of the pricing options, what was the what was one of the big challenges you came across when trying to figure out all of your pricing? Yeah, that's another good question. So in the beginning, it's like, you know, you're, you're trying to be so sensitive to, you know, the, the budgets of everybody, but then, um, you know, you don't want to cut yourself short at the same time. Um, as you go, the better that you are, the, the better your results are going to come. You're going to notice that they're going to pay for the results. And so it's not going to be, you know, um, you don't have to basically focus on just because somebody else is charging, you know, $100 doesn't mean you can't go past that $100 mark for whatever it is. It'd be $200, it'd be $1,000 if you're that good and you provide that good of a result. So that's the main thing that I've noticed is that people will pay for the result that they get uh, accordingly. So if you're really truly an expert in your field, that's what's going to separate you and allow you to charge so much more than just the the everyday person that uh, that does whatever whatever you look. So in yeah, my case, there's so, yeah, there's a million a million people that call themselves personal trainers on online trainers. If you go on Instagram, you can 
find, you know, 100,000 of them super easy. But <laughs> little do you know that most of those are going to drop off by, you know, within six months or a year. It's, it's because they're, you know, they're not consistent. They don't have the knowledge base. They just call themselves a, you know, a, a trainer and they realize that, you know, they don't, you know, have what it necessarily takes to really thrive and get the best results possible. So the people that really can specialize in that transformation and really provide the incredible results are the ones that are, are there lasting, you know, right now, which, which, you know, uh, you can see out there and their prices are going to be much higher than, you know, uh, just one of those beginning trainers that maybe just got their cert for the first time. I find it really interesting, Tobias, because everything you're saying, it, it really, even though it's in the fitness industry, you know, the rules are so similar to everything that happens in, you know, the business world and the online world. And, you know, there'll be a lot of, you know, wannabe coaches and people out there who, who can offer services and be there, but you're so right, you know, most of them won't be there in six or 12 months time. And the real people who can give you a transformation, you know, whether in fitness, it will be a, a body transformation or in business, it's a, you know, maybe a mindset or an online transformation. It, it's so similar, you know, everything that's happening in, in the kind of fitness space is really being shadowed and mirrored in all these other industries as well. And, and what seems to really come to light is that if you know your stuff, then you're going to have success, right? Yeah, yeah, 100%. You, you have to be an expert in your field. And the good thing about it these days is there's so much information out there that if you really want to be an expert, you can't. You just have to put in the, the time. Whereas before, you know, you'd have to go to a college, a university, spend, you know, four to eight years, you know, studying, you know, your craft, whereas now you can do everything online. So really, it's the amount of work that you want to put into it, you're going to get out of it. And obviously, you're going to get it back tenfold. So you may as well put in the work and be the best yeah. that you can. You want to stand out from everybody else. Exactly. One of the things I wanted to ask you, Tobias, is that, you know, everywhere online in business, everyone talks about you've got to be, you know, the riches in the niches, you've got to find your unique angle, you've got to, um, instead of going a mile wide and an inch deep, you've got to go an inch wide and a mile deep. Um, in your particular business, how has it been for you? Have you found that by focusing on one particular type of customer, you've had more success? Or have you been more of a kind of a, a wide net type of uh, type of business owner? Yeah, when I, when I first started off, you know, as a trainer in a gym, that was back in 1999. When I first got started, uh, you have to cater towards whoever wants to get training. So I started off, you know, at a 24 hour fitness in there, you get your, your National Academy of Sports Medicine certification, and anybody who comes in that wants training, you're you're going you're gonna to do it. So you have to basically be able to cater to anybody. As you really get better, and especially as you go in the online field, you can't do that anymore. Because if you try to cater to everybody, you're going to cater to nobody because you're not going to stand out you know, against anything. So you really have to be that that person where you can just talk to the person all, you know, in, in all your messaging, all your marketing. It has to be super detailed where the people feel that you are talking directly to them. So it's going to resonate. So they're going to want to click to, you know, um, you know, find out more about what you're offering because, uh, you know, it could, it could, it relates into every single type of marketing field, you know, hundred percent. So that's why, you know, in the past I've worked with competitors, I've worked with, you know, general population, I've worked with, uh, professional athletes. And what I found is that working with entrepreneurs and business professionals are the people that need the most help and are really, really dedicated towards needing the craft because they have to be sharp mentally, you know, they let themselves go with everything that's going on because as an entrepreneur let's face it you guys have a million things on your plate you guys are you know trying to find out exactly you know how to do your marketing how to do your messaging especially when you're starting off you're a solopreneur and you're like oh my god i'm overloaded and you put your health to to the sidelines and you know it's so important to kind of reel back in and realize that if you had more energy and you had your your health and you had your strength 
you're going to be so much more effective and more confident in everything that you're doing. So that's why right now, I love it. Those are the people that I help. <laughs> yeah, I think that's huge because, I mean, certainly for myself, I, I've definitely been down that road where you get so focused on everything. And, and for us, it's really challenging as well because we travel full time. So, you know, it's difficult sometimes to get in a routine and be able to have the space to prepare your food and things like that. Um, but you're right, you know, fitness is so important to keep you, you know, more alert and sharp. So, you know, just to touch on that really quickly, Tobias, when you see entrepreneurs who are going through these journeys and, and you're looking at their fitness routines, what's one of the biggest mistakes that you see people make when they're trying to get started in their, you know, in a fitness routine? Yeah, the biggest thing that I realized that a lot of people do is they try to do it all in all at once. So they, they basically try to go from zero to 100 all in the first week and they burn themselves out. So um, there's a couple of reasons why that doesn't work. One is because um, if you're not working with somebody coaching you along the way, you're doing the same thing over and over and over and over again. And um, one, your body adapts to it. Your body gets bored, your body plateaus, you don't see results. And number two, is it such a drastic change that you you can't sustain that and do it long-term so that you end up quitting. Um, it's really important to do gradual progressions. You start off slow and, and work your way into the progressions and, and gradually add more to the plate as you see fits. Um, but trying to just go from, from zero to 100 is really what, what burns a lot of people out. Yeah, and, and I just want to um, try and understand a little bit better and, and give people a little bit of value in this episode as well about how they can get started to start getting in shape. So what's what's your advice, Tobias, for people who they get started? You know, what's the best thing to start doing in the, in the first couple of weeks? Yeah, you know, some easy strategies to start losing weight is, you know, one is you can cut out just one snack or one bad food that you normally have, you know, throughout the week. So if you normally have, you know, a, a Snickers bar or whatever it is, you know, every single day, and it's kind of like your vice, just cut that one thing out. And you're going to notice that you're going to start dropping right away, or whether it's having, you know, some beers every night or whatever it is. Um, you know, another thing is finding a way to exercise, just make it a point where you get some type of exercise in, even if you can't make it to a gym, if you go walking around the block, if you go jogging around the block, and you know, obviously, if you can make it in a gym, you know, a couple times a week to start off with, and that's going to be, you know, amazing. Um, getting help, getting help from a professional. So why not learn from a pro? Just like if you need help with marketing, are you going to try to learn it all yourself right away? Or are you going to, you know, obviously work with a coach or a mentor and, and get some help or, you know, what, you know, whatever craft that you're in, if you want to be a dentist, you're not going to try to self-help and learn how to be a dentist on your own. Obviously you'd want to you know, um, get some help in that reward in that regards, um, you know, reward yourself. So if you're doing a good job over time, you know, reward yourself. It doesn't have to be food based. It could be, you know, getting a nice, you know, pair of, you know, workout shorts, workout shoes, something that, that you really look forward to. Um, and then set some realistic goals. Goals are always going to be something that'll keep you driving forward. If you don't have any goals, you have nothing to really strive for. And that's another reason why a lot of people end up burning out is because uh, they don't have basic goals set. Um, some more things are going to be like drinking more water, cut out juices and, and calorie beverages because, you know, uh, juices are just packed with sugar, packed with calories, and you may think they're, they're healthy, but over time, all it's going to do is really add all those extra carbs and sugar around the waistline, which is going to turn into body fat if you're not burning it off. Um, you know, starting off with protein 
same with each meal is going to be a helpful tip in there too. Um, a lot of people get a lot of processed foods and processed carbs and you know, really have a low protein diet. So, you know, fill up on protein, fill up on your vegetables. The vegetables will help keep you satisfied, uh, keep fill you up as well. Um, and vegetables are, are low calorie per square inch. So they're um, not calorically dense. So you can have a lot of them and it's not going to really affect you too much. Um, then use your carbs based on your activity level. So if you're, if you're very active, obviously, or you have a really fast metabolism, then yeah, you want to increase your carbs. But for most people, if you're not as active, you're sitting behind a, a laptop most of the time um, and you're not working out, definitely cut the carbs back. And if you are going to work out, base your carbs around your workout time. So pre and post workout are going to be the two times when you're going to want to have the majority of carbs in your diet. Um, and then portion sizes, obviously, is a no brainer. So, you know, you can eat the right foods, but if you're having, you know, five times the amount that you need, it's probably not going to be the best thing for you, right? So <laughs> if you get the, uh, the portion sizes and, you know, one last tip I can give you is to make sure you get sleep because if you're not getting enough sleep, then your cortisol levels are going to escalate, which is a stress hormone. And that, that hormone makes you retain fat and, you know, makes it harder to put on muscle. It's, um, and overall it's going to lead to everything that you're not looking to accomplish. So make sure you get, you know, seven and nine hours sleep is what most people need. Seven, eight. Um, I know a lot of entrepreneurs get more like five, you know, four sometimes. So, um, try doing that one thing by getting sleep and, uh, that's going to really help out. You know, it's really interesting. It, it seems like a lot of people get overwhelmed by all of this complex workout plans and eating preparation guides and all of these things they can do. But really like drinking a lot of water, getting the right amount of sleep and, you know, just being aware and, and setting some goals of where you want to get to and, and being aware of what you put into your body. That seems pretty much like the, the core principles that if you don't do anything else, even in your first couple of weeks of trying to change, if you can start to focus on those things, do you think that's really important? Yeah, that's super important. Just, you know, eating the right foods, going and cutting out the junk food. So if you're eating clean, even, even eating clean, even if you don't watch the portions right away is going to really help out. You know, um, if you want some simple tips on, you know, how much portions, cause you may be like, okay, well, how much protein, how much carbs? So for protein, it's going to be about the size of the palm of your hand typically. Okay. That's going to be a portion of protein. Um, when you have your carbohydrates, it's typically going to be like, you know, if you put your hand out, it's going to be like what you can fit in, 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 in your hand. Um, then vegetables are going to be like a fist. If you make a fist, that's about the size of vegetables to start off with per meal. And then as far as your fats, you can obviously have those sparingly. You're going to find fats in almost all your foods anyways. But um, if you do have like, you know, almond butter, peanut butter, it's going to be just, you know, like as far as the top of your thumb or uh, or your thumb in there too. And that'll be some some good tips to kind of follow as far as portion. Yeah, that's really helpful because I've always been like, oh, I don't have scales. I can't weigh what this is. Ah, screw it. I'll just throw a load in, you know, and <laughs> actually, yeah. actually having a idea of how much you can do based on just the size of your hand is super helpful and really easy to remember. So palm size for protein, carbs fit in your hand, fat should be like the top of your thumb and veg have a fistful, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Wow, that's cool. I'm, I'm going to put that in the show notes because I think that's going to be really useful as a measure. And, um, and you know, for me, Tobias, you know, I travel around the world full time and I know there's a lot of entrepreneurs who don't necessarily have the time to go and seek out a professional and, and you know, go and um, make these personal training sessions because their lifestyle is very sporadic and they don't have like a set routine. So when it comes to getting a personal trainer online and, and kind of what you were talking about earlier with your program, what does that process look like and, and how does it really benefit a lot of the entrepreneurs who are seeking that kind of help and advice? Yeah, you definitely want to look for, you know, case studies. You want to find out if there's testimonials 
testimonials in there. Um, but then also you want to look for the longevity of the coach. So, um, you know, obviously somebody can put just their, their best clients, you know, up there um, or they can even have paid, you know, testimonials, those kind of things. If the person has only been coaching for, you know, less than a year or two, that's something to kind of be wary about. Obviously, you're going to want to, you know, have somebody that's been there doing it for a, a longer time. Um, if the person has gone through the transformation themselves, then that's something that definitely speaks huge because they know not only firsthand, you know, how to train themselves, but also how to train other people. And if they've put themselves through the body composition change, then they know how, at least themselves, how the body, you know, composition uh, works. But the longer that the person has been in business, the more people that they've had to go through. So you'll have people with fast metabolisms, people with slow metabolisms, people with different type of mobility problems that they need to work. So the experience level will be, you know, uh, tremendously greater and very important for somebody who's really looking for uh, for a coach and somebody who's been doing it. Another thing they can look for is the, the certifications that the person has. Um, you know, personally, I have about six nationally accredited certifications, been doing that since uh, 99. So, you know, you might find, you know, someone who only has maybe one certification and just got out of school. So that's something you want to be worried about as well. And the coach should always be willing to speak with you on the phone. So through some type of phone call where you can actually uh, find out more, ask questions, not feel any type of sales pressure whatsoever. So you should always interview the coach because they're going to be interviewing you just like you're going to be interviewing them. And, and if they don't have that and all you can do is only sign up for their program with no type of you know, call or anything, that's something that you want to avoid as well. Um, and then referrals and word of mouth obviously is huge. So if you know somebody else who's worked with a particular coach and has good things to say, then that's always going to be you know a strong point as well. And what about your program, Tobias? So if, if I say today, who's going to say, right, I need the help. I'm going to reach out to buy and I'm going to start his online program. What would that look like in kind of like a day-to-day, um, you know, a day-to-day routine? Yeah, I mean, it, it, um, it's going to be a whole, I have a whole transition process that we go through. So we start off going through a, like a fitness pathway phase. And that's in the very beginning where we develop exactly the goals, everything that we're going to need to, um, you know, go through. So I like the clients to know firsthand exactly what's ahead of them. Um, the next phase is more working on mindset, getting the confidence, down. Then we get into daily habits to be working on. Uh, the next phase is building the body. So really getting the strength training program uh, conditioned. We get into what's called uh, fueling the machine. So feeding the body with the right nutrients. So that's going to be a combination of uh, food, you know, supplementation questions, going from a, a malnourished person to a healthy uh, body. Then we get into accountability, tracking, uh, fitness lifestyle hacks, how to break through plateaus, progressions, and then planning future success. So, you know, with me, I have a whole app, we have messaging, we have group coaching calls. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a whole tremendous pathway that we go through and, um, you know, some, some great, great results that come through. So exciting yeah. to see this. I love what I do. It's, it's Yeah, I can tell. And it, it sounds really exciting because I, I can imagine right now, and, and just from my own experience, it's that it's having that support, you know, having that person to be cheering in your corner and a group of people to be doing it along with you. You know, even if you can't be in the same spaces these people at least you've got that support network and, and that is so huge so um the other thing that i know that you can probably help a lot of people with tobias is helping people understand about you know maybe some basic exercises that they can start doing and uh kind of to start and kickstart their routine are you okay to share some of that with us sure yeah with exercise it's uh you want to start off slow you want to go into gradual increases obviously there's what's called doms delayed onset muscle soreness so when you try to do too much too fast that's 
when you can't move for a week and you know you're hating life and you never want to exercise again so you don't want to get to that point you don't want to go to full fatigue every single uh set you know in the very beginning um because it's it's going to be so painful and so sore you won't be able to open your arms or be able to sit down um because your uh your legs hurt so bad so you don't want to do that a good rule of thumb is to start off doing full body workouts so it wouldn't be going into like a bodybuilding type split where you're training chest and biceps on one day and shoulders and triceps on another day that's something that you can work up to if you really want to emphasize body parts and really get what's called hypertrophy of the, of the muscles so building the muscles up in the in the beginning stages it's just working on your movement so it's getting into functional type movements full body uh, movements um, it's gonna be things like squat presses it's gonna be doing pushes it's gonna be doing pulls it's gonna be doing hinges lunges so basically getting the body acclimated to all the different patterns that you're going to be going through but not killing yourself doing it in the beginning so even a little bit of stimulus is going to be tremendous um, as you progress from there then you can start to focus on work um, advanced type workout splits and also work with the compound movements before isolation movements so a compound movement is going through and doing um, a couple different joints at one time so for example a squat is bending at the the hips the knees and the ankles as opposed to just a leg extension where you're just uh, working on just the quads or just a bicep curl. Those are the things that you can do in the beginning, but you don't want to put as the main focus. On. You want to focus on working major, major muscle groups and doing a lot more movement. So uh, focus on that in the beginning and then keep the core nice and tight. Work on strengthening the core. What happens when you sit down all the time, you know, throughout the day as you're an entrepreneur, as you're in front of the computer, you start to get the bad posture, your shoulders start to round forward. So you got to work on one, going to be some flexibility to open up those shoulders again, but then also strengthening the opposing muscle group. So you want to work on what are called the scapular retractors, which are the muscles that actually keep your shoulders back. But engaging the core during all your, your workouts and then really focusing on that in the very beginning as well. So getting the abdominal region, the lower back, the glutes, all those muscles are going to be super important because that's going to carry over towards everything else that you do with movement in life. Um, mobility, flexibility, obviously. You, I always like to work on the flexibility. You can do some in the beginning, but then especially once the muscles are warm, the muscles are like rubber bands. So you want to make sure that you get the most bang for your buck with flexibility when your muscles are warm. So if you do cold stretching, your, your, your muscles are, are not going to have the full movement patterns. As you get the muscles warm, that's when they get that elasticity in there. So, you know, anytime after the warm up is good, but I like to do it, especially after the complete fully taxed. And then as you do the stretching, you're going to release some of those toxins and some of the other bad guys that have been in there too. Uh, mobility and then progressions. So you want to work on slow progressions over time. Um, so challenge yourself because if you, even if you start off nice and slow doing these full body workouts, if that's all you do every single workout, your body is going to plateau. So it's still good that you're getting some exercise in, but what's going to happen is you're going to stop gaining, you know, more strength. You're going to start or stop uh, losing some body fat. The metabolism will just kind of acclimate to where it's at. So it's really important that you change up the frequency, the intensity, the type, the tempo um, of the different type of exercises that you're doing. And there's some good things that you can change up. I mean, you can change up your rep speed. You can go slow. You can go fast. You can do things like supersets where you go back and forth between two or more exercises with, you know, very little rest or no rest at all. Um, you can do what are called isometric holds, and that's holding the muscle at the weakest 
weakest point. So if you're doing, for example, a squat, you're going to squat down and then you're going to hold it right there for, let's just say anywhere between two to five seconds, then you come back up. Um, you know, a lot of, I don't want to overwhelm you guys with a lot of different progressions, but there's a lot of stuff out there. And that's, <laughs> those are things that we get to in more of the advanced part of the, uh, the training cycle. That's interesting. So it kind of sounds like, like, you know, first, first it's about getting it used to the movement. Then it's about um, moving up and focusing on what you want to do. And then it's about progressing. But like anything, I guess it's just getting to that habit and, and making sure you're being consistent, right? Yeah. And then it becomes fun because, you know, once you get in the habit of doing something that you enjoy, you feel better, your body releases the endorphins, you want to keep doing it, but then you want to keep feeling better. And then you're going to see, you know, the secondary results, which are going to be, oh, your clothes are going to start to feel, you know, better. Your, um, your pants are, you know, your waistline is going to come down. You know, you're going to start to lose the, the, you know, side of the fat on the, on the side of your chest, your belly is going to go down. Um, you'll have a nice, you'll be stronger, more muscle tone. You want to keep that up. And so those are some of the, the key things that's going to happen. And you're going to have to change things up in order to get those. Things. I love that. That's, that's really helpful to just kind of go through uh, that whole kind of vision and, and where people are going to go with it. And, um, and kind of finally, I know the last thing that you really wanted to share with the audience device was about food prep and really food prep hacks. So how you can make food prep easier, because, you know, I remember when I used to live at home, one of my big, you know, frustrations was I'd be like on a Sunday, I'd be like, oh, I've got to prepare my food. And I, I used to really dread and not enjoy it. And I felt like if I missed that prep, then the whole week would be out of flow. So I'd love to hear your food prep hacks. Yeah. You know, one of the first things that you want to do is you want to get some to go containers. So, um, you know, it could be Tupperware. It, it could be from, you know, the six pack fitness bags that a lot of people have, which are like the, uh, they have the little plastic Tupperware. You can get the glass Tupperware, but you have to be able to take things with you to go because, um, you know, this day and age, you know, if you just go out and, and you're not prepping food, you're going to stop by and you're going to have a fast food or you're going to have a, you know, candy bar, or you're not going to eat anything at all, which can be, you know, um, pretty bad too, because then you go all day without eating because you've been out all day. And then what happens when you get home? You're starving. So then you eat, you know, whatever is closest to you. So you overeat and it's usually the wrong type of foods because your body is starving so much. So, um, you know, that's, that's the main thing is, is prepping food ahead of time, get those containers. You can also get a meal prep company to prep your food for you in the beginning. If you want, if you're, um, really busy on time, and you don't have time to cook food. But what I like to do is let's just say it's on a Saturday. I'll, I'll get the barbecue grill out and I'll put, you know, just, I'll get one of those big max packs of chicken breasts and I'll cook them, you know, all on the grill and you can, you know, just leave them, leave them out there for a few minutes, put all different types of seasonings on there. Seasonings are basically calorie free. So when you get all those Mrs. Dash and whatever you want to get flavor gods, um, those are going to give some really good intense flavor without adding any extra calories in there. Um, so cook in bulk. And then what you can do is you can prep for, uh, you know, maybe two days in advance. And then the rest of the chicken breast you can put in the freezer and just take out as needed. So you have basically all your protein. Um, and then, you know, choose, choose the basics. So as far as your proteins, it's going to be chicken breast, it's going to be turkey breast and get the ground turkey. Um, you can get the extra lean, um, you know, hamburger meat, you can do egg white. So you want to choose a protein for, you know, each meal, some type of protein. If you don't have time to eat a meal, then always go with the meal replacement shake. So there's a lot of really good ones out there. Um, Optimum Nutrition, like I said, is my sponsor. They have one called OptiFit. Um, and there, there's a, a Whey and Oats one, an Oats and Whey, uh, some really good um, meal replacements. Lots of other companies have them out there where you can get those ready to drink protein shakes if you want. Um, but meal prep is 
going to be key. You can also get one of those big frozen bags of broccoli and just put um, a, a glass bowl in the microwave, microwave, you know, a day's worth of uh, veggies in there. So you have them to go and then spice it up. Like I said, put sauces, put seasonings in there. Um, carbohydrates, you're, you're going to want to, you know, cut out all, all the refined sugars, um, all the refined carbohydrates, stay away from all the white breads. Anything white basically is you want to try to cut out the white sugar uh, products and go more for the complex, you know, um, carbohydrates. So go for like a, a quinoa, go for yams, go for brown rice, wild rice, those type of products, uh, old fashioned oatmeal, steel cut oats and change things up too. You know, so you can have oatmeal, you know, one day for breakfast, you can have Ezekiel bread toast for another day. Another day you can have oat bran, um, you know, keep it going. And then don't beat yourself up if you have a cheat too, um, because it's going to happen. And, and, you know, a lot of people, they get so down on themselves because, you know, they were good for three days. All of a sudden they have cheat meals and they end up giving up where really it's just a matter of being better than you were, you know, last week. So if you're making a little bit of progress each week over, you know, a month's time, you're going to be doing so much better. So strive for progress, not so much perfection. Um, you know, some things that I like to do as far as my carbohydrates when I when I travel is I'll get some of those uh, brown rice bowls and you can get those at Costco. It's like organic brown rice. And you basically just take it with you to the hotel and you microwave them. If they're already cooked um, and you have all your carbohydrates in there, you can do oatmeal, those type of things. Um, I like to cook, you know, the chicken breasts I'll, I'll freeze and I'll put them in baggies and, you know, take them with me on the plane. And by the time, you know, I get to my hotel destination, they'll, they'll still be cold. And then you can just put them in the fridge and you have all your protein intake, um, you know, already there ready for you. And, you know, one thing that we have a tendency of doing overall is, is overindulging when we go out to eat. And one thing I always do is eat before I go out. So that way I'm not super hungry. Eat before you go to the grocery store. That's another good thing too, because if you go to the grocery store when you're hungry, um, chances are you're going to load up on cookies and, and your body is going to be low blood sugar. So you're going to crave a lot of those extra carbohydrates. But, you know, when you're on the go, take uh, pack snacks with you, whether it's protein bars, the protein shakes, uh, make sure you drink lots of water, bring water. Um, and then I can give you one last tip for when you go to restaurants. And this is always, you know, they usually typically have a light menu, but even if they don't have a light menu, you can get half of your meal to go. Because a lot of the times when you order, you know, some of these meals at the restaurants these days, it's two or three times what your body needs as far as the portions and calories. So if you have them box up half of it to go, one, you have another meal already set for you that you don't have to worry about cooking. And number two, you're only going to get half the amount of calories. So you're not going to have to worry about overindulging. Hope those tips help out a little bit for you. Yeah, that's really smart. I've been making notes as I'm going down and uh, <laughs> hopefully it's going to make a big difference and really help out. So Tobias, that's really useful and really, really helpful for people who want to start making those changes in their business and their life. And just before we go, I wanted to touch back on um, kind of the business and, and the growth aspects of where you're going with your business. And I just wanted to ask you a question. Um, what's one of the big challenges that you think you're going to come across and face in your business in the next year or so? Uh, the, the biggest challenge is really uh, you deal with the marketing aspect and, you know, with Facebook being, you know, so, so unstable, it's just getting something that's like a duplicatable system um, that, you know, that you can kind of scale and step away from and be able to add, you know, benefit and value to. So that would be the main thing is just the, the marketing piece. But 
you know, thankfully for, for my businesses, a lot of it is referral based and word of mouth. And, um, you know, the clients see amazing results and that kind of speaks for themselves. So, you know, from there, it's just kind of like a constant, uh, a constant feeder system from, uh, from my clients, you know, bringing me, you know, their friends and then they get amazing results and they bring their friends. So it's kind of like a never, never ending uh, door in there. Yeah, that's perfect. All right, cool. So just before we finish, um, I, I've been asking all my guests these kind of four questions to really dig in. And uh, I just want to quick fire through them. Are you ready? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome, man. So Tobias, what's your favorite business book? Favorite business book? Um, I like Tom Plummer's The Business of Fitness. I'll say that one. Okay, cool. Who's an entrepreneur you're following or studying right now? Um, Aaron Fletcher from The Fletcher Method and mm-hmm. Traffic and Funnels. I like those guys. So oh, we had, yeah, they've been coming up a few times on these interviews. <laughs> what's your favorite online tool to grow your company? Um, Entreport. Entreport. And this is always a fun one. If you could take yourself back and whisper in the ear of the 20 year old self that is you, <laughs> what do you wish that you would have known then that you know now? Go online as soon as possible. But I, you know, I, I know back then 20 years ago, there wasn't the, the online portion. Um, so then if I had to, it would probably be to really work on uh, getting a niche down and narrowing down who, who you're going to be working with. But um, you know, obviously you can't predict the future, but if I was to, I would definitely say, hey, that online business is where it's at. Yeah, 100%. And I love that advice to focus down on a specific niche. So I, I think that's great. So Tobias, this has been a lot of fun. So there's going to be a bunch of people who are listening to this right now who are like, yes, I, I think I want help. I want to find out more information about getting fit. And obviously, Tobias, you said one of the things you look for a trainer is somebody that's been around for a while and done a lot of good things. And you are pretty much the epitome of that statement. So if somebody wants to find out more about working with you and to find out more about what you're doing online, where's the best place that they can go? Uh, yeah, man. There's a couple different ways. One is, you know, you can start off uh, looking at my website and checking that out. And that's TobiasYoungFitness.com. Um, the other thing is if you really want to get some help, man, I'll be more than happy to give any of your guests a free, a free call where we can kind of develop a, a crystal clear strategy um, on exactly what they need to do, what type of adjustments. I'll listen to what they're doing as far as their nutrition, their workouts, their fitness, give them fitness tips, you know, no sales pitch, just completely, you know, free of charge. And they can go to calendly.com forward slash Tobias Young. Wow, that's that's really that's really generous, Tobias, because sometimes it just takes that conversation with an expert to understand exactly what you need to start changing your life. So guys, if you listen to this right now, seriously, take Tobias up on that. Head to calendly.com forward slash Tobias Young. Make sure you book in a session with him and he is more than happy to go through and listen to what you've got going on and give you that advice that you need to be able to take the steps to take back your fitness and really start to be in control of your life again. Tobias, thanks so much for being on the show. It's been really, really fun. Is there any final thoughts or anything else you want to share with the audience before we go? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been amazing, Jamie. Thanks for, so much for having me first off. And the, the next thing I want to say is just for everybody to make it a priority in your life to include fitness um, because it's going to pay for itself tenfold by the time investment that you put into work now. Um, you're going to get so much more clear on everything you need to do. You start working out and you're going to realize everything else is going to come into play the structure of your everyday life your your mental clarity your relationships everything else your health you know you may not have any health problems yet but this will actually help you delay any type problems that may be occurring you know in the future you never know when you get something and it's too late to really do something about it but if you nip it in the bud you don't even have to worry about it
So um, definitely make make fitness a priority in your life. Yeah, I love that because fitness just affects everything else. Like the better it is, the better everything else is. The worse it is, I guess the worse it can be as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I'd love to help out anybody that needs any direction with that. More than happy. Love that. I love that. I appreciate that, Tobias. Well, listen, thanks for being on the show. And yeah, reach out in the future if you've got anything new coming out and we'd be more than happy to have you back on. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me, Jamie. Take care. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.